This is the DNA Pest Control Podcast with your hosts, Daniel and Anthony. What's up? What's up, guys? Here we go. Um, this is another episode of the DNA Pest Podcast. Um, I know I got some flack from Anthony last time, um, but once again, unfortunately, he's not with us today. No, he's not dead. Um, He's just not in to do the podcast. Um, so, guys, I wanted to talk. Uh, we're going to make this one a little bit short. Uh, it's going to be straight to the point. So stick with me. Be prepared. You might have to go back and listen to it again. But get ready, okay? Especially for all the young techs and even some of the old blood out there. Uh, 20-year-old, 30-year-old, 40-year-old vets. I know if you heard... Um, or if you didn't hear our free talk Friday, um, go ahead, check it out. It is going to be fun. Don't get offended. We just had some fun with it. Come on. Um, but I wanted to talk about rookie mistakes as techs. Okay. When I got into the industry, um, I had a technician tell me, you know, he was doing it for 11 years. He looked at me and said, Hey, you got to do this at least a year. Um, you know, I found out really quick that you do not have to do it at least a year. You don't have to run a route to know how to run a route. Um, and especially because I'm going to give you those tips today on what to do. Don't make those rookie mistakes. I'm going to give you, I'm going to leap you ahead of all that. You're going to make this giant jump and you're going to look like this vet technician. Um but you're just going to be better with it, okay? Take what you want, throw it, you know, throw away whatever garbage I throw out there. Um, but remember, guys, I'm going to take you guys rookies. Um, let's talk about some of these mistakes. You guys are probably doing it right now, uh, but we're going to change that and get over that. Um, so one thing is a rookie, rookie mistake, and I actually see a lot of veterans doing this too, is pushing the appointment. What do I mean by pushing the appointment? Is I'm saying you go to a house, you allow the customer or allow the client to tell you um, that they don't want it today or they can't do it today or you find an excuse to get out of doing that service that same day. That is a rookie mistake, guys. You are creating more jobs on your month um, and depending on how your pay goes, you're actually going to get paid less, okay? You're not going to make the same amount as before. You're not going to make as much as you were making because if you're getting production and you are creating a callback, you just wasted that drive time out to that property, talking to that client, and then driving to the next house. You are wasting your time. Yes, you don't have to do as much that day, but what you don't realize is you are now cutting into your own personal paycheck, so do not push those appointments. Um, I had a guy here uh, a few years back. He did that right in front of me, and I was just blown away. I was like, why did you let them do that? And this, in this scenario, the person said, oh, well, that person isn't home. And I said, well, that person doesn't have to be home for us to do the treatment. We're only doing an exterior treatment here. This is what we do every two months. Why are you allowing that person to come up with that excuse, you know, to push it off? So what I've come up with is if anybody says, oh, they're not home, I say, that's totally fine. We're just here to do the outside today. Uh, they know that we're coming. We sent them notifications, uh, and then we typically send them a bill as well. So we'll just get the outside done today. Uh, if you want to give them a call while I'm out here treating, give them a call. Uh, have them, you know, any questions or any concerns if they need me to treat anything I uh, just let me know while I'm here treating uh, so that's one way to allow them not to push that appointment uh, another thing is guys 
is use callbacks. So I know that some owners might get mad at this, but use callbacks. So treating interior of homes, remember we're trying to get the best quality out of it. And some of the rookie mistakes is trying to do a rodent estimate right then and there for their client, um, trying to treat the inside or the garage or everything right then and there. And the problem is, is depending on your day, you might not be able to do that. Um, and so be willing to push those clients out Oh, excuse me. Um, but push those clients out so that you can spend more time with them when you go back at a future appointment. Um, the reason why you do that is because when you actually have 30 minutes, 45 minutes set apart just for that client, you are now giving them your full attention. When you go out there and you're running this quick appointment that's in and out super fast, you are not giving them the full attention. You're not giving them everything that you can. So you need to be better than that. You need to be able to say, no, I can't do this today. I'd love to, but it wasn't planned. But I want to give you my full attention to give you the best job possible. Because then what you do, you go out there because you did a half-assed job. You go back out and you have to go out again and again and again and again. Um, so prevent that by putting out an appointment. Okay, another Big rookie mistake, treatments for the inside. Uh, if you technicians are out there listening and you had someone say, hey, I have ants, can you come treat the inside? And you say, yeah, sure. You put whatever in your B&G and then you walk inside and you do a quick treatment around the baseboards and you leave. That right there is a biggest mistake, okay? You do not just go in and... So the great saying is, if you haven't heard of it, is spray and pray. Do not spray and pray, guys. If you are going to go in and do a treatment and do a thorough job and the best treatment possible, you are going to go in and you are going to specifically hit the areas and bait and do whatever you need on the inside and the outside of the property, you know, so that you are going to get the best treatment possible. Now, depending on the bugs or depending on what they say is what you're going to treat for. Now, that is going to be coming to the next point, which is customizing your service. If you're not customizing your service to that specific insect, then you're doing it wrong. Now, you may say, come on, Daniel, this is stupid. Why are you talking about this? Because I've had it here in my own company. I've had technicians go out, and they were literally sent out there for ants, and they do a general service treatment. Why? Why would you do a general service treatment if you were getting sent out there for a specific reason? Now, this is not just that one guy. I've, ha I've seen it over the years I've been doing it, is guys will go out and then they create callbacks and callbacks and callbacks because they keep doing a general treatment with the exact same chemical and it does no results. So customize your service. The other thing, they're getting earwigs in the house. Earwigs are nearly impossible to get rid of. If anyone knows how to get rid of those things, please, you know, go to our Instagram, send me a, a private message. Uh, you know, get let me know what you do for those. Um, but they are so hard to take, you know, take control of, especially if they're standing water on the property and they're not willing to, you know, help control that. You know, you have to go in, and a big one that we use is glue boards. We set up glue boards, we allow them to have glue boards, we leave glue boards with them so that when we go back, 
you know, they can throw those glue boards away. They're not going to call us back up to come out and reservice again. They're just going to put out more glue boards and it's going to get rid of the problem. You know, it's going to help control the problem, not get rid of it, but help control it. So when you do treatments on the inside, customize that treatment and use your arsenal. If you guys don't have glue boards, technicians, talk to the guy in charge, get those things on those trucks. They're very inexpensive, and you can even get the ones that are sheets of three, and you can break them apart. And so you can literally have three glue boards on one sheet, and I think it's like a buck a, for that whole sheet, maybe even less. It's a nothing. It doesn't cost anything. Um, so, you know, use those in your arson so you don't have to go back and retreat a property when you shouldn't have to. But make sure you are customizing those treatments. Now, if you say, hey, you know what? I do have people that complain about spiders all the time. I don't know what to do um, with those treatments. Ask, ask one of those managers there, you know, get the knowledge behind it. Um, actually, that's a good one to ask a 20 year old, you know, 30 year old guy um, that's been in the industry that long. He's going to have some of those old school tricks that you may not know of. Uh, ask him. Ask him, you know, about those, you know, I know in some of the window seals, um, you know, the window tracks, they have vents there. And the reason why they do vents is if it fills up with water and for airflow. So you can actually dust in those vents and you are going to get some control over those spiders. The other thing is, is if you're allowed to, you can treat the eaves where the spiders are. Cause a lot of spiders don't come in contact with, you know, the actual product itself. So you're going to want to make sure that you are customizing it. And depending on that insect, which, you know, we'll eventually get to different treatments for different insects. But today, don't make that rookie mistake of just treating, spraying and praying and getting out of there. You know, making that customer happy by saying, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I treated. Yeah, I sprayed. Yeah, I sprayed. Don't do that. You know, customize it to them. Make sure that you are getting rid of the problem. Um the other thing that a lot of rookies do, uh, even vets do, is they go blind and they're running the route blind. And what I mean is they wake up in the morning, they look at their phone or whatever, and they go to the first appointment. They do that. They go to the second. They go to the third. They go to the fourth. They go to the fifth. They go to the sixth. They, it just It's very, okay, That but they go to bed. They wake up the next day. They do the same thing. Look over your route. Um, you will be amazed when you actually step back and look at a bigger picture of it and see how you can get done faster, how you can be more productive with your day, um, where you could actually possibly sell more. If you get commissions, you know, definitely make sure that you're trying to do that um, and really look, you know, dive into it. Um, here, you know, we run off of a system and we use our phones. So whoever does the route that's just you know that's what pops up it pops up in order on our side uh, the thing that you gotta realize though that comes up a lot is sometimes those aren't optimized so the day changes because there was a reschedule there was a callback whatever it may be looking over your day and using Google, which I, I talked about in one of the previous episodes is, you know, making sure that you are not being that rookie, just running your day and then finding out at the end of the day, I'm not going to make time windows because I didn't plan this correctly. Make sure you're overseeing that. Make sure you are looking through everything. Another big one is making sure you're looking through the notes. 
Um, you know, depending on the services you're doing, <laughs> I, I mean, I've done it, you know, you're just in the mode of, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to do this service, I'm moving to the next. And then I realize I did, I've done the wrong houses before where I've gone out and I've treated a house and it wasn't even the house I was supposed to treat. It was the, it was across the street, you know, so make sure that you are paying attention. We, you know, young blood, we're trying to get through things super fast, get done, moving on. But we have to realize, you know, taking that time to look through that and making sure we're looking over the route. We know where we're going. We know which houses we're going to hit. And really making sure that everything's getting taken care of. Um, so, you know, now the next thing is that we do here. So any owners that are listening, uh, managers or anything like that, I suggest this. This is a huge help. Uh, and then it eliminates any excuses from any of your guys. A big one is being prepared for everything. Okay, and most guys are like, duh, common sense, right? Being prepared, of course I'm going to be prepared. But that's doing a start and end shift prep. That's what we call it here. So what we do here is we start the day by going through a whole list of things. We check the truck. We make sure we have the chemicals. We do everything to make sure everything's up to par and that we're not missing anything for the day because that part of the start shift prep is going through your route as well. So if you're not going through your route, you've already done the start shift prep wrong, which means if you did that wrong and we call you out on it, it's on you. It's not on us because we gave you the tools. We're telling you what to do. We're telling you how to do it. So we're trying to eliminate any of these, you know, mistakes that guys can easily have throughout the day, which I've had. You know, I didn't have a start shift prep when I was running as a tech. We have that now to prevent stupid things from happening. Also, we do an end shift prep. So not only are you starting your day looking over everything, you're ending your day and you're looking over the day saying, okay, what did I do? How did I do things? What chemicals are on my truck? Where's everything going? Did I put everything away? And you're making sure you're covering all those those aspects of what is legal, what's not, locking everything. And so what that does is that gets you prepared for the next day and your start shift prep even goes faster because you already know everything you have on the truck. You already checked it the day before. Everything's already locked up. So you're not worried about anything getting stolen, lost, whatever may happen. And so with that, it's just that consistency of making sure everything is in order and everything's getting done properly but then you're prepared for the next day and what's to come. So, you know, this is just helps you and your guys out, you know, and as a technician, this helps you out. So, you know, exactly how everything is, where your tank level is at, what you need to be filled up on when you're ready for it, when you're starting your day, when you're ending your day, you know, everything. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've gone out to houses and I, you know, I forgot to fill up my, you know, 30 gallon tank. And so now I'm caught with my pants down because I got to spend 30 minutes at a house, you know, depending on their water pressure, trying to fill up my tank, you know, so that I'm good for the rest of the day. And so when you're on that and you're doing your end shift prep, your start shift prep, you know what's going on. You know how it's going to get done. You know what obstacles you're going to come up with. Also, when you're overseeing your entire day, you can be prepared. Do I have enough snap traps? Do I have enough rodent traps? Which which ones am I going to have to do a callback on? And you're already prepared for this way before you even show up to the house and you look like an idiot. And so make sure that, you know, you eliminate that little mistake that so many guys make 
um, by just not knowing what's on their truck or going out to their truck. I've done it. I go out to my truck. I look for bait stations. And I'm like, oh, I don't have any. And then I got to go back up to the person. I already sold them on it. They're super excited to get it that same day. And then it's, oh, by the way, I got to come back later. So don't make those mistakes. Make sure you do, you know, you're doing that start shift prep. You're doing that end shift prep. It is actually pretty amazing on what you're going to see uh, differences on. Now, speaking of rodents, you know, uh, we get it. We get it all the time, guys. We'll go out to, you know, or girls. We go out to a house and we run into rodents. Okay. I've had a few awesome experiences with our company where uh, a technician has done an excellent job. I remember one, she said that she had three different companies come out to her property. No one, no one could ever find the issue, which, you know, it happens. We overlook things. We're kind of doing whatever. Um, but this was awesome because our guy went out there within five, 10 minutes. He finds exactly how they're getting in. He seals it up, sells it, done. Lifer. Person still on to today. You know, and the reason why is because one, you got to remember, he was prepared. If he didn't have what he needed to seal that hole, you know, could he, would we even gotten a customer then? Have we really would have, you know, even sold her or how much, you know, how long would she have really stayed on? Luckily, she's been on ever since. But, you know, how much more is more? You know, you have to ask yourself. So when we go through and we're doing all these checks and we're prepared, we're prepared for everything, even when it comes to rodents. So this guy ended up going out there. He sold this lady. He got everything. He was prepared. He was ready to go. You know, and so one of the big things with rodents and the mistakes, and I even made this and I had to learn and I, I grew from it, but is checking all the possible areas that they could be getting onto the roof or into the home, whether it's on the roof or it's, you know, down low. Excuse me, guys. Um, Just a minute. Okay. Um. A big one is, you know, uh, at least here in California, we have raised foundations on a lot of the homes, especially the older homes. Um, they were all built on raised foundations. So we have vents that go all the way around the house. Checking every single vent to make sure that they're, you know, that they're covered uh, is a huge thing. You know, by the AC unit where the AC wiring is going up to the attic making sure that's sealed. That's actually where the hole was that none of these guys actually found. We're talking three different companies. Now, I don't know if they just sent out their rookies or inexperienced guys to these first calls, but I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that they oversaw that. Um, you know, so making sure that you're doing those extra steps, you know, you're looking for any pathways onto the roof, whether it's vines, whether it's stucco leading up to a broken vent that's in the eave, uh, whether it's a tree hanging over the roof, uh, there's a eave pocket that's open. Um, you know, you want to make sure you're looking through all that. You know, that that's we'll talk about rodents at a later time because there's a lot to it. Um, but making sure you're doing your due diligence when you're at the home to make sure that they're 100 percent covered. You know, those are just a few of the rookie mistakes that you can make while you're out there. So, guys, if you need any help or you you heard something today and you're like, dang, you know what? 
I don't know anything about rodents. Uh, and I'm just that guy who just threw some bait up in an attic or I put a bait station out or I set up a snap trap up in the attic. Hopefully you'll catch it. Guys, there's a lot more to rodents. They're getting in somehow. You seal the hole to get in. You never have to deal with them again. You're never going to have a pissed off customer. They're never going to cancel on you because you're getting rid of their problem consistently. So make sure that if there's anything that you didn't, you know, you didn't understand or you don't understand or you never have learned, don't be afraid to go to someone either. You know, um, I think another big rookie mistake is coming in thinking that you know everything. Uh, and then you end up honestly failing pretty hard to where you have to move to another company or you've got to get out of there because, um, you know, you, you look like an idiot because you did something that you were trying to be confident about and it didn't work. Uh, we've all had to go through different learning experiences trying to figure out which chemicals work, which ones don't, where to set rat, rat traps, how to do that because we weren't trained. And, you know, some of us who've been in the industry a longer time have had to learn the hard way, uh, you know, ask those guys, allow them to give you the tips uh, to get ahead of the game because if you're going to be stubborn and not ask for help, you're never going to get above anybody else, you know. Um, I don't care how long you've been in the industry. That does not mean you necessarily have that experience in that specific task. You know, I just did a couple interviews, um, you know, for new technicians and, you know, the interview I was asking this guy, he's been in the industry for 20 years. He's been in it for 20 years. So he's got 20 years experience. And I was asking him about, few, uh, you know, some specialty pests and I kind of was a little shocked at his treatment method and how he was treating, you know, so I, I hate to say don't go to those guys, but also go to those guys because they do have good tricks um, and they will help you out. Um, but also in some cases, you know, be go go and double check um, what was said because you'll be shocked at kind of what actually isn't true um, and that you probably shouldn't do. And that actually doesn't even work uh, to what you can do. But those guys typically do have um, some really good insight, uh, especially when it does come to rodents. I haven't found a, a you know an experienced guy that that couldn't tell me anything about rodents. Usually they're pretty good with them. Um, but go to them, you know, go to your managers, find out what's new, what's what's going on, try to learn more. Um, but try to prepare, you know, to skip those mistakes. I'm going to cover it really quick. I know I went through this fast. I did not want to get you a long podcast today. Once again, don't move your appointments. Don't push your appointments, guys. Uh, if you're there at the house, get it done. Move on to the next one. Do not allow them to push your appointment to make it a callback or to reschedule for another day. Don't do that. Um, treating the inside. Guys, treat the inside for what they're seeing. Don't do a general treatment. Don't do your basic spray and pray, you know, kind of thing. Don't do that. Use glue boards. You know, be get above that. And then and when you're using glue boards, don't forget to explain them. Okay. The other big uh, mistake is not customizing the service to the client's need. Don't make that mistake. Uh, the other one is not overlooking your route, just running it. And then you run into mistakes. Don't do that, guys. You got to look over your route. You got to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into that day. Uh, remember, you can do the start shift prep and shift prep. Uh, we do that here. I suggest doing that everywhere. If uh, your company doesn't do it and you're a tech, do it on your own. 
um, because it's just a huge help to get you above uh, and get, you know, through everything a lot quicker. Uh, The next one is be prepared for everything. That's part of, you know, doing that start and end shift prep, but make sure you're prepared for everything, um, whatever you're going to run into that day uh, or possibly that week or that next week. Just so, just so you know, you know, you need to be out there. You need to be ready uh, for whatever's thrown your way to make you look better. Uh, if you're not prepared, that makes you look bad. Uh, and then remember, guys, rodents are tricky. There's a lot of holes around the house. Don't just do traps. Don't just do bait. Uh, that's not how you eliminate rodents. Uh, there are a lot more to them that we will go over, but that is not something you should overlook. Um, so don't make that mistake of just setting up a traps in the garage or the attic or wherever uh, you do definitely need to make sure that everything's taken care of. Uh, but guys, thanks again for listening to the DNA Pest Control Podcast. If you guys have any questions, reach out to us. Um, but remember, don't make those rookie mistakes, okay? Especially if you're tech, you know, and if you're an older tech and you see a rookie, help them out. Give them some of those tips. Walk them through some of those things um, before they make a mistake. Uh, before they end up doing something that they can't uh, they can't get back from. Because um, a lot of guys, they do something and then they leave the industry for good. Uh, we don't want that here. We want you guys to thrive in the industry, do everything you can, do the best you can in the industry. Um, keep an open mind. If you've been in it for a long time, learn the new things. But guys, don't make those rookie mistakes. Hey, hey guys, this is Anthony, and here's a quick reminder. We want to hear from you, whether you're a technician, owner, or operator. We want to hear your stories, whether it's a horror story on the field, a funny story with the client, or just something straight up crazy or weird you've seen. Uh, and how can you do this, you ask? Well, our email is dnapestpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-A-N-D-A, pestpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at Twitter and direct message us there at DNA Pest Podcast. That is D, the letter N, A, Pest Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Or you can reach out directly through our website at DNAPodcast.com. That's D A N D A Podcast.com. We want to hear from you, so let's hear it.